with me Phil. In this special mini episode I will be reviewing Doctor Who Legacy, the latest attempt at putting the Doctor into a gaming format. Some time ago we released a podcast reviewing the Eternity Clock in which I was fairly scathing in my opinion and also gave a quick rundown of the somewhat checkered past of Doctor Who video games. So when the news broke that Tiny Rebel Games and Seed Studio were releasing a game for iOS and Android I was sceptical to say the least. Is this all the Doctor deserves now after the failure of the Eternity Clock? A game designed for smartphones and tablets? While it reaches a mass market, it did sadden me to think that I'll probably never see a genuine decent stab at a console game that actually understands what the show is about. But as time went on after the initial announcement, it was revealed that the game would be free to download, and sure enough, come the 27th of November when the game was released, the game was completely free. That's good, yeah? I mean... You can't complain when something is free. However, before getting onto the pros and cons of free content, let's talk about the game itself. So let's start off with gameplay. To sum up the gameplay in one word, it will be unoriginal. Adopting a hybrid of Final Fantasy RPG elements, where you build up a team of characters, each with their own abilities, which in this case are the Doctor's companions, and puzzle elements of games such as Candy Crush or Bejeweled, the game requires you to move coloured orbs that relate to each member of your team into matching groups of three or more that let you attack enemies plucked straight from the TV show or regenerate your health bar. And as it has taken RPG elements, your enemies also attack you in a turn-based system. And also along the way, your companion's XP or experience points for the uninitiated increases, which generates points to increase your companion's health and attack stats. So taking this all into account, the game plods along in a derivative and monotonous pattern of simply moving coloured orbs around the screen. And this is where I have the first of my problems. And that is there is not much skill involved. In most games of this nature, you usually have to match the coloured orbs by swapping with the orb directly next to it, which can result in no available moves if you do not plan your moves in advance, and results in game over. Not so in Doctor Who Legacy as here you can move an orb to anywhere on the screen to make a matching group. This really downgrades any potential skill factor this game could have had by making you think a bit more carefully as to where your next move would be. While this can lead to your downfall in the later levels, as choice of orbs for certain characters becomes scarce, in the early stages of the game, it doesn't really matter. Despite this apparent lack of having to use your brain, a bonus of completing a level is that you sometimes will have items drop in your inventory. This could be other companions to add to your ever-expanding team, items that you can use to rank up your characters, and last of all, time crystals. Time crystals are, for want of a better description, a mid-level save point. If you have accrued enough time crystals while playing, you can use these to carry on a level once your health bar has been reduced to zero. No time crystals, though, and it's game over, and you have to start the level all over again. And this leads me to my next problem. Remember earlier when I said that the game is free to play? Well, that's not strictly true. Let's look at the current blueprint for free mobile gaming, Candy Crush. While that game is totally free to download, 
you have to purchase items through the app to help you beat that level that you've been tearing your hair out over. The same applies in Doctor Who Legacy, where you can purchase extra time crystals should you run out. These start out at 69p for one time crystal, up to a staggering £34.99 for 70. That's £34.99 for a few time crystals. You can buy a brand new game for your console for that money. But I hear you cry, you don't have to buy them, which is true. However, there'll be plenty of people out there who will purchase these items through the app, and I just find this a very cynical ploy to get people with not a lot of willpower or children with access to their parents' credit card details to write considerable bills for what really? This is now a trend of supposedly free games, which I really despise and I'd love to see the end of. If it's free, it should be free. Money is practically being made by stealth, and that, to my mind, is pretty low. So let's move on to the plot, such as it is. To sum it up very quickly, those pesky Sontarans have created a time paradox, and it's up to the Doctor and his trusted companions to put things right. Each chapter of the plot takes shape in the form of each series of Doctor Who. So to begin with, you face off against enemies in locations depicted in Series 7, and once that is completed you unlock Series 6, and so forth. At the time of publishing this podcast, only Series 6 and 7 are available to play, but the developers have promised that they will be delving back into 50 years of Who history, so I'm assuming that we will eventually go all the way back to William Hartnell. But plot isn't really a consideration to a game such as this. It's just an endless cycle of moving coloured orbs around a screen whilst ensuring your health bar doesn't drop below zero, which results in arranging a meeting with your bank manager for an overdraft to buy some more time crystals. And to be honest, the way the game is designed, you could apply this method to any TV series. It doesn't capture the essence of the show, which has been a failing of previous attempts at Doctor Who games, the Doctor Who Adventure games excluded of course. So pick a genre TV show, say, like The Walking Dead, and you can move coloured orbs around to zap zombies and and unlock characters from the show along the way. It's a one-size-fits-all approach to gaming and media tines that I find incredibly lazy. So despite my criticisms, why can't I stop playing this game? Well, because it's bloody enormous fun, and also very addictive. Yes, it is repetitive, but I want that rare River Song character to drop, and I want to level up Rory Williams' healing abilities, damn it! And yes, some of the levels are ridiculously hard, and they cannot be completed without levelling up your team's attributes. But strange this may seem, I feel driven to keep going back to this game. To level up your team to have another crack at a level you're having trouble completing, you can go back to previous levels and play them again, which is particularly satisfying if you want to go back and kick the Statue of Liberty's ass with a maxed out team. Believe me, the Statue of Liberty gave me a kick in the first time around, so I took great pleasure in going back and doing exactly the same to her. So taking recently acquired characters back to easier levels to rank them up, and mixing and matching your characters into different teams, ensures that you can experiment with your team lineups to get different results. And this experimenting does result in a lot of replay value. Also, the game looks good. Each character's avatar is rendered in a cartoon-style design that is fairly faithful to their TV counterpart. It's bright, it's colourful, and there is a certain satisfaction in teaming up characters from different periods of the Doctor's life to fight off halls of Cybermen. I mean, teaming up Strax and K-9 is a spin-off show just waiting to happen. 
So while the game certainly has its faults, and payment for extra items is daylight robbery, it does consume your time, and it certainly keeps you coming back for more, like a junkie telling themselves, just one more fix and I'll go clean. So well done, Tiny Rebel Games and C Studio. The game isn't perfect by any stretch of the imagination, but it is fun and very addictive. At the end of the day, you made us all into the Doctor Who equivalent of crack whores. Bravo. Listening to the Who's He podcast. Please visit our website at who's he-podcast.co.uk. You can also follow us on Twitter at who's underscore he underscore podcast. And please also join the Who's He podcast Facebook group. The Who's He podcast is a member of the Doctor Who Podcast Alliance.